Can I just say I almost like tapped out when you decided on the subject matter for this show today? You know, you know, could I you, could you hear the tone in my text back yeah, to you? Yeah, I and I thought about messaging back and I was I was thinking about it. I was like, we can do something else. It's okay. Like I can just keep that as an odds. <laughs> but I was like, am I reading too into it? Am okay, I am okay. I good? Am I going overboard I with it? Like, like oh. I think yeah. Okay, let's talk yeah. about that again. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I haven't felt like I should open my fucking veins today, so let's do that. Let's do that. <laughs> yeah. Time to get your fix. It's a horrible gaming podcast. It's not good. It's not great. Horrible gaming podcast. It's not even what you would call fair. It's really not that good. Horrible gaming podcast. Hello, my name is Zachariah with Old Man Gaming. You, dear listener, have chosen for whatever reason to listen to another horrible gaming podcast. I am not alone, and usually I am never alone. With me is... Neil A.K., a tiny wizard. Yes, yes, yes. And we have a very depressing show. <laughs> uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just say it. Don't listen to this show. But Pat, skip this show. Listen to somebody else's show. William Huin just posted a podcast. Go listen to his show. Way more upbeat and, and positive than this particular show is going to be. Uh, so just skip this one. We have to do this because Come back next week. It's what we have decided to 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 do with our time, but uh, uh, it's what we've promised to do. But but yeah, come back next week. This isn't the show you want to listen to. <laughs> that being said, uh, I, we got to thank the people who have made this uh, dumpster fire possible, and that would be Mr. Mark Bell behind our uh, ugly faces. He provided the uh, wonderful. Uh, uh, original graphic for Old Man Gaming. We thank him for that. And then, of course, the man who makes the music, my brother Nick Van Sliders, provided the theme song for this show and all shows here at OMG. And we thank him for that. So we will be right back with Fan Interaction. Horrible Gaming Podcast. Alright, so that brings us to our first segment. Fan traction, our most important segment. That's where we, the co-hosts, talk to you guys, the fans. We read out your comments where we find them. Uh, and, yeah, we just talk about them, riff about them, communicate with you guys. That's one thing we can offer because we're more of a smaller time uh, operation here. Uh, so let's get started. Let's get started. William Holwin starts us off. Hi! Oh, wait a second. He might not start us off. Hold on a second. There we go. He is starting us off. Hi, exclamation point. I really hope people won't buy a $70 single-player focused live service game. It's just dumb. I don't know if I agree with that. I will, let me read the whole letter, and then we'll talk about it. I'm quite happy to see how the RE4 remake is looking. They kept most contact intact from what I've seen. Uh, I'm cautiously optimistic. They remade Resident Evil 1 and 2 and 3. Uh, yeah, but the Resident Evil 1 remake wasn't like the 2 and 3. Just want to say that out there. Uh, Wind Waker is my favorite Zelda game of all time. I don't care what anyone else has to say about it. I love it. 
Neil, disc or die. <laughs> the physical game container be like, here's your download code for your game, or please yeah. install this 100 gigs update after putting your disc in. Hashtag that's it. Uh, you, you, we just talking about it, man. It, it, I, all you get now is junk with the game. There's no, like, the physical copy doesn't matter. It's all a digital copy anyway. It's just junk that you keep in your house. That's it. Yeah, I, I am a fan uh, of junk. As <laughs> he and I were talking about, I mean, you can see behind me my, my various junk things mm. on mm. the shelf, on these shelves. Right here behind me, all that, all the junk. I got some There's junk. more junk. I'm not gonna say I don't have any junk, but like for the games, like that shit just doesn't matter anymore. The only thing that mattered to me was it was I could find deals to make it cheaper to get it physical back in the day, but you really can't do that anymore. That's kind of gone away too, you know. So yeah, uh, nothing. Like trade-ins ever... aren't worth it anymore. Like it's just not. It's not what it used to be. Yeah, you know? I never really even. I stopped doing trade-ins when I was, like, 16 anyways. Ah, uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, then we've got uh, Jason. He says, quibble is a normal word. I never said quibble wasn't a normal word. I, I never <laughs> said it wasn't a word that exists in, in the English language. I just thought it was interesting that he used it. That's all. And then the rest of this text, I, this message, I just I can't quite read it because uh, it's got some words in there that are just not in English. So, sorry. Can't help you on that one. <laughs> Uh, then Asylum 66 posted a heart emoji. I, I'm guessing he's, I guess he, I'm guessing he's responding to the part that I can't quite read. Sorry. Sorry about that. <laughs> uh, moving on. Jason then says VR is overrated. It's not even really VR. When holodicks or asset uh, assist come around, I'll be interested. Um, yeah, I agree. I, I don't think VR is necessarily bad in, in the state that it is. I definitely I definitely think it's overpriced, is what I would say. And I think it has to be because of the technology, but you, you get at this point where, like, the product that you're giving us, we understand that it costs that much to make, but it's not worth that much to us. Does that make yeah. sense? Like, yeah, like you're not giving us like you're giving us $70 games on a $600 system that like I can go out and buy a $500 system and $60 games and get a better experience with more content in it, <laughs> you know? Yeah, that's and you hit the nail on the head. Like mm -hmm. at the end of the day, people can charge whatever they want to charge for things. But like all mm -hmm. other things in the world. If we don't think it is worth the price being charged, then we're not going to buy it. That's like economics 101. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 exactly. And I think that's the problem that VR suffers. I mean, even if there is content there, you have this wall that you can only play. Like, even if you don't get motion sickness in VR, you still can only play it for like two or three hours before, you know what I mean? <laughs> Before you've got to take a break or your shit starts to get fucked up, you know? Yeah. So, like, I feel like there's just this, like, natural wall there. I don't necessarily think the idea of what it is is overrated. I think it's overpriced would be the word I use. Because regardless of how much it makes to, to, to how much it costs to make, it's not worth what you have to spend on it, you know? Mm -hmm. Uh, so then Jason continued, uh, urinalism, urinalism is a huge problem in journalism in general for quite some time now. 
I don't want to get started on this because it'll get political with me, but yes, I think all journalistic integrity on just about every front I can think of is in the crapper. I don't think anybody, whether you're looking at gaming, whether you're looking at Republicans, whether you're looking at Democrats, whether you're looking at some side thing, whether you're looking at sports, I don't think there's any journalism that has any like merit. They're all just like spewing shit that they hear from their cousin Eddie, you know, like that's the kind of thing. Just to be first. And it's really mm -hmm. annoying, you know. It's really annoying. Um Asylum 66 then chimes in. Suicide Squad gameplay didn't bother anyone. The squad was just floating, shooting the villains that were just standing on rooftops. Literal flesh fish in a barrel. How about the exciting part of shooting a purple shiny spot for 30 seconds? Can't wait to fight that boss. I was excited for this game too. It's looking boring as crap. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm not going to argue with anything he says. Are you? You know, uh, what was it? Uh, I think it was a part of a podcast, the, the Beyond podcast, the IGN's okay. uh, one that they do. They were talking about, like, the implementation of these sort of games. And, like, the Suicide Squad, like, at its core, it's just – this game is just – it's the Suicide Squad name slapped on something. Yeah. Because you're not going to have any sort of, like, permadeath or anything like that. Right. It's not going to be what makes the Suicide Squad the Suicide Squad. It's just a, we want to make a live service game with DC stuff. This is what we're going to do. And they've not done anything to kind of really differentiate it from anything else. And that, I think, uh, is somewhat of the problem that a lot of these live service games are facing right now is they're not trying to be different. They okay. are just repeating the same mistakes that everything else is. Let me just go ahead and say, very rarely, uh, when we are on this subject, are you and I of one mind. I, I think <laughs> often we are, uh, we are at odds with each other on the games of service versus narrative game versus everything sort of thing. Um, and that being said, uh, I think we are on this. I think the biggest problem here and is not that it's... One of the things that I don't like about the, the media approach to a lot of these live service games going down and like the, the, the poor reception to Suicide Squad and other games of that ilk, uh, one of the things I don't like about the media attention here is it's constantly like, oh, it's another live service game. It's not that it's a live service game. It's that it's not dynamic. There's nothing interesting about it. There's nothing new or fresh about it. And that mm -hmm. that's the thing that bothers me is that is that you it ends up becoming triple A shovelware. It's just they're they're taking something that has already been done a thousand times and reskinning it and putting it out there because they think that doing that makes them the same amount of money as the people before them. But the problem is is that the money was made by the people before them because they actually did something different. Like, everybody wants to have a Destiny, but Destiny did the Destiny thing. That's why Destiny works, and none of these other ones do, because you can't just take Destiny, take all the Destiny out of it, and pour in DC and get the same results. Right. It's the same with Marvel's Avengers. 
Marvel's Avengers could like a lives of service superhero game could be amazing. It could be truly amazing. I'm all here here for it. But none of these game producers that are making these, at least I don't know. I haven't seen Suicide Squad in the wild yet. But from what I see, it looks a lot like Marvel's Avengers, a lot like Gotham Knights, and. In my opinion, what it ends up being is none of these people are taking these games and saying to themselves, how do we make a superhero game lives as service? They're saying, how do we make a lives as service game with superheroes in it? And, and that's that, I know that seems like a silly distinction, but it's a big one. Because if you built Marvel's Avengers ground up to be a lives of service game for superhero enthusiasts, it could be really fucking awesome. I mean, I think I've got a couple of videos on the channel of how they could have made Marvel's Avengers really fucking awesome. I think the same goes for Suicide Squad. But what you end up having is you end up having this, we'll take Destiny, we're going to pull the Destiny out of it, we're going to stick in Harley Quinn, and people will buy it. It does not work that way, companies. You have to innovate in the space. And that's something that really bothers me about the way lives of service is treated right now is because everybody just thinks it's because it's lives of service. No, it's because these companies are just literally copying, pacing, and thinking we're not going to start noticing, you know? Yeah, it's I, – I feel like it comes down to two, two questions that are hand in hand. What are you making mm -hmm. and why you are making it? Right, right, exactly. And I – and, and Suicide Squad looks like it's going to suffer from that. I'm not going to mm -hmm. speak ill of it quite yet because I've never played it. I haven't seen it in the, in the wild. But from the gameplay that we witnessed at that SATA play, it didn't look that promising to me. It looked very much like Marvel's Avengers with more shooting. That's mm -hmm. what it looked like to me. And as much as I want yeah. a game with Samoa Joe voicing King Shark to be good, I don't know that this is going to be the one, you know? Yeah, especially when uh, a lot of these characters are kind of really, like, at their core, melee-focused anyways. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, for this, it's just like, hey, they got jetpacks and guns, guys! Ooh, yeah, like. yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, I get it for Harley Quinn, but why is why does Captain Boomerang have a fucking <laughs> rifle? And why is King Shark running around with a Gatling gun? He's a giant, indestructible shark person. Yeah, it makes sense for, like, Deadshot. Sure, go ahead. Right. Give right. some guns. Give him some guns. Up. Exactly. I don't understand the guns aspect. Yeah. It does it does look rough. It does look rough in my opinion. Um moving on, uh Jason says forty dollars for a full new game is pushing it. Forty dollar for a remaster is nuts. Uh from a Metroid guy. Okay. But I'm gonna say this, Jason. Uh you are yourself. And if that's the way it is for you, that's totally fine. And while in some ways I 100% agree with you on this, Neil is his own person, and he has a right to decide what value he places on games. If he places $40 value on one single remastered Metroid game... That he's he is waited well, for for literally well, four or five years. He's well within his <laughs> rights. He's well within his rights. There are a couple of remasters that I'd pay $40 for out of the box if they did it right and I was excited for it. So, like... I mean, I get it, man, but the blanket statement, you can't make that about people because people are subjective. And Neil gets to decide what something's worth to Neil, just like I get to decide what something's worth to me, which 
brings me all the way back to William Hoon, who said, I really hope uh, people won't buy a $70 single player focused live service game. It's just dumb. I don't know. I, I would play $70 for a single player live focused game if it was good. Like, I would. If it was good and it didn't have a fuck ton of microtransactions day one in it, I would definitely pay $70 for it. It, it depends on what, what product you're showing to me and what I'm getting out of the, the overall experience there. I, I would say Skull and Bones is heavily single-player focused. Like You can party up, and you are supposed to party up at times, but overall you can do everything in the game by yourself. And you also you can either be in PvP where you're fighting other people or PvE, and I would, I would almost go to the fact that other players usually make up enemies to you. That being said, I'd pay $70 for it if it was good. And I will pay $70 for it if it's good. It's just you have to bring something good to the table. And you also have to not stick a fuck ton of microtransactions in it to make extra money off of me. That's mm -hmm. my big problem. You got to pick one or the other. But still... Value is value is in the eye of the beholder. It depends on the person who is experiencing the value at the time. And I agree. I would not buy. I would not pay forty dollars for one single remaster when they've set the bar for three masters at a time. Whatever. Like, but at that same time, I'm not gonna. I don't think we should fault Neil for spending forty dollars for it or thinking it's worth it. I don't think we should. So. That being said, I think that is the it for fan interaction. A lot of people coming at us this week, but it's all good. It's all good. Uh, so what are we talking about this week? We are talking about more bullshit, man. Microsoft's fucking transactions probably going through. Sony might be buying Take-Two. Uh, and basically, we continue moving towards the singularity of all game companies becoming the same one. So, mm -hmm. fun stuff. Hope you guys enjoy that for 50 minutes. So like I said, skip this one. Just just skip this one. You know what? Press pause, delete this off your phone, go outside, play Frisbee with your kids. Or if you don't have Frisbee, play a game that you enjoy. Sounds fun. Yeah? Watch a different show on this channel if you want to, to surprise us. Just don't watch this. Don't watch this. Don't listen to this. It's going to suck. It's going to suck. I mean... Or I've got timestamps. Just skip to the odds and ends and listen to the bonus. <laughs> like this, the talking point is going to be awful. It's just going to be two grown men whining about the same thing they've whined about thirteen times. So we'll be I back mean, with that. Any, if it's any consolation, chances are there's not going to be a whole lot of new shit to be said. <laughs> I mean, this is true. This is true. All right, we will be right back with with that. Gaming Podcast. Welcome back. If you decided to listen to this portion of the podcast, it's on you. You hate yourself. Yeah, you were warned. <laughs> you were warned heavily by both of us, the people, the, the people who are actually making the content. Uh, so, <laughs> so there is a lot of speculation that the Microsoft deal is going to go through, which it was always going to go through. I told everybody that, but that it's going to go through uh, due to a lot of deals they have cut for 10-year access to Call of Duty, namely being the NVIDIA GeForce Now one, I think was one of the big ones. Uh, that and uh, cutting a deal with Nintendo. 
Yes, which, which is ridiculous. I, I don't, yeah. Which is absolutely ridiculous. But they did cut a deal. We've talked about the Nintendo one a little bit before, and I'm sure it's going to come mm-hmm. up today. But the Nintendo, the, the NVIDIA GeForce Now was a big one. They basically promised to put not just Call of Duty, but, a, a, but all of the, a, like a bunch of Microsoft games on GeForce Now uh, in some reduced fashion. I don't remember, but... Call of Duty for 10 years, then a, a ton of, like, Xbox games are going to go to them. Um, and then on the other side of things, it is heavily speculated and rumored that Sony is in the market to buy Take-Two, which I kind of think is bullshit, but we're going to get into it. Which one do we want to talk about first, Neil? Uh, let's let's so talk this about was the Neil's de- talking point. You yeah. guys can blame him for this one. <laughs> You're welcome. I almost tapped um, out of this episode when he said when he said that we should talk about this. Let's cover the uh, let's just cover these deals that they're cutting here first. Um, okay. So, like we've already mentioned before, uh, they've already to to kind of assuage everybody's fears about what's going on with this deal. Uh, Microsoft is trying to cut deals left and right with everybody. They uh, offered a 10-year deal for Call of Duty on uh, PlayStation consoles, 10-year deal for uh, NVIDIA now, the NVIDIA Shields uh, products, Um, and then on the Nintendo Switch of all places. uh, Nintendo hasn't had a Call of Duty in a hot minute, and they've always been like weird truncated spinoffs, but whatever. I, I, these deals are only coming about to shut people up. They don't want to do these deals. And it's evidenced by the fact that they're only doing them for 10 years. Okay. 10 years is a long amount of time. Yes. But is 10 years enough time for a company to straight up be like, okay, we're going to make our own competition to Call of Duty and actually build it into a name-recognizable brand in 10 years? Because Call of Duty, they've been doing it since, what, Modern Warfare, the original 2007, 2008, something like that. Um, So they've been at this for a long time. Um, yeah, at this point, they're just doing whatever they have to do to shut everybody up to get these things gone through. And it seems uh, that the EU was actually going to be the, uh, originally was poised to be the one to be the final, yes, this is going to get stopped because another major nation, uh, is having the same sort of issues that the U.S. is having with this. Um, but now it seems that with this all gone through, their fears have been somewhat assuaged should this go through, and the EU is going to back down. So then if the EU backs down, I highly doubt that the U.S. is going to continue their pursuit in stopping this deal. Okay, so a couple of things. First of all, I think the EU backed down. I don't think the EU necessarily is backing down because I think the EU sent a letter. We all know the EU sent a letter defining yeah. its problems with the deal to Microsoft, specifically to Microsoft. I think Microsoft met all of the EU's concerns. I think that's like if you look at the timeline, EU goes, hey, we don't like this deal. Here's why. Sends them a letter. Then all of a sudden, Microsoft's like, 10 year deal to Switch, 10 year deal to uh, NVIDIA, you know. Uh, 
we offer a ten year deal to Sony and then the EU starts to back out. I think that was that was what the EU wanted. I and mean, I think the EU was like, Hey, this is this is why we have a problem with this and then Microsoft was like, Sure. So that's that's kinda what I think that is. I'm not saying that EU shouldn't be trying to stop it or anything, but I do want to point something else out, which I, I think I've pointed out before, I, I can't remember. The EU has no way to actually stop this deal. This deal uh, is two American-traded companies. The only thing right. the EU could do is potentially put sanctions or bans on Activision and Microsoft in the European Union, in the uh, the, the places that they represent. But they can't actually oh, yeah. stop this deal. It's both both of these companies are American-traded companies on American soil. They have right. no actual jurisdiction there. It was more like the weight of them uh, saying they shouldn't do it. But I think, again, I think uh, Microsoft and Activision took that letter and did whatever they needed to do. But I want to go a step further because I I agree with everything you say with the exception of I don't think you're thinking big enough. Your big thing is like, oh, 10 years isn't enough time for somebody to build a, 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 a competitor to this. <laughs> nobody's going to build a competitor to this 10 years Microsoft will agree to 10 years they'll agree to 20 years they'll agree to whatever years because the minute this deal passes they're going to go buy another company and they're going to keep buying and they're going and and all the companies are smaller okay unless you're talking about like Embracer Group but I would I would actually wager that Embracer Group probably makes less money than them Every company out there is smaller. So the minute they win this, the minute they get Activision, they are basically immune from antitrust laws. Because any time they go to buy a company, the first thing they're going to say when anybody challenges it is, hey, they don't make anywhere near what Activision makes. And Activision does it. And then if anybody has problems with it, Hey, offer them 40 years, offer them 50 years. When Microsoft owns every fucking company, it's not going to matter how much they agreed to put their shit on Switch or Sony. They're going to own all the companies. They're going to make all the money from all the games. It won't matter anymore. I think a big problem with this, and one of the big problems that I keep putting out there is... This isn't necessarily about like taking Call of Duty away from Sony. It's about the fact that all of these games will now go to Microsoft money-wise. Like when they own all the games, who gives a shit if you're making a console or not? Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. They decide the market. And and this is a big problem with this is that if I'm Microsoft, and this is one of the reasons I've always thought this deal is going to go through, because if there's ever a possibility of this going through, if 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 anybody says to Microsoft, hey, you have to do this for this deal to go through, they're going to agree. Because the minute they agree, they've bought the biggest tech company, well, the biggest game company other than themselves out there, except maybe Sony. You could make the argument for that. But other than that, the biggest one out there, which means when they go to buy Ubisoft... Sure. When they go to buy Embracer Group, sure. When they like any of these companies are fair fucking game at that point. And and this is the biggest problem with this deal is that this deal is the dam. This is the floodgate. This keeps them from buying everything or doesn't. And 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 I don't think it's gonna. So like it's one of the reasons Sony's fighting this so hard is because Sony, I don't think Sony 
I mean, Sony is in the market saying the Call of Duty stuff because it's easier to understand. But I think behind closed doors, if they're smart, when they're deposed by the, the SEC or the FCC or whichever government agency it is, uh, when they're deposed by them, they better be fucking talking about this. They better be talking about the fact that if they own this company, they own gaming. It has nothing to do with how long they put Call of Duty on Sony because they own it. They own all of it. That, and and this, is, this is the inherent problem I have here is that who cares what they, they offer? Who cares? They have yeah. Microsoft behind them that they can dip into those coffers at any time for any monetary sanction. As far as agreeing, what is an agreement? If you own all the water... Who cares if you promise to give water to everybody? You own all the water. It doesn't matter, man. It doesn't matter. Well, I mean, since we've had a little bit of a focus here on Sony with this, sure. we may as well talk about the other part of it. Okay. Uh, and that is the rumors that Sony's looking to potentially buy Take-Two. Um I will say, if they actually are looking to buy Take-Two, that's going to come out here pretty soon because there's been a lot of fact-finding that's been going on for these cases. And uh, Microsoft seemingly is forcing Sony to uh, dump a bunch of information, the stuff that they have in the works. One of them being... The potential of the uh, fees that they have, or not the fees, but the uh, payments they've been making to some game companies that restrict them from putting their games on Game Pass. Uh, which, uh, I I don't know how I feel about that, because I feel both ways about that. I I don't have a real solid feel on that, because this whole time, it's been... Sony sitting here saying, oh, well, woe is us. We can't, you know, we can't compete with the juggernaut that is Microsoft. But at the same time, they're also paying people to, like, have a little clause in their contracts or whatever saying, hey, you also can't put your game on Game Pass ever. You have to sell it outright or whatever. Um, that That's a little confusing to me, and I'm very conflicted with that. Uh, but... Yeah, the fact that they might be buying Take-Two as well, if it is going to happen, pretty soon is when that's going to come out because of all this information, that's uh, this fact-finding stuff that's been going on. I think this is really interesting. Um, I don't want to look like I got egg on my face, but I have a hard time believing that Sony actually has the capital to buy a company like Take-Two. Uh, I, I, I just have a hard time believing that. Um especially after they spent so much on Bungie. I, I don't I don't know. I don't buy this story. That being said, it's not like the first time I've been wrong. Probably yeah, it very much is, is a rumor at this it's point. very much a rumor. I'm not arguing that. I just, like, I have a hard time buying that they're actually going to purchase Take-Two or that they actually have the spending power to purchase Take-Two. Take-Two... Like everybody, I'm I, I'm sure probably a lot of our audience too is like, oh, Take Two just makes like Borderlands and stuff like that, but like, or publishes them, which they don't anymore. I think now Gearbox is owned by Embracer, yeah. but mm-hmm. still like that kind of stuff. Take Two is sports, man. Sports games, sports games are huge, huge gross income. Like, 
NBA 2K, NFL 2K. You know what I mean? Like the 2K series is huge. Uh, so that being said, I don't know that Sony has the revenue and capital. I'm not saying it's not happening, guys. I'm not making that prediction. I just I find this one hard to believe. To respond to the other stuff. I, I think 100% they should be keeping stuff off Game Pass. I will say, I think Sony is an evil company. I've always said Sony is an evil company. I had it out for Sony long before I had it out for Xbox, and that hasn't changed. I, I want people to understand, I'm not siding with Sony as a company. They're an evil, shitty company who likes to uh, gatekeep like nobody's business, and they also like to lie to you on what they're providing with their services, which I hate. Uh, they also treat you like a number. They 100% treat you like a number. Um, all of that, all of that to the side, yeah, they're going to keep stuff off Game Pass. Microsoft has declared war on them by trying to get Activision, by trying to get Call of Duty, by trying to get these big companies. So if they can buy Take-Two, yeah, they're going to keep it off Game Pass. That's just logic. That's just logic at this point. They're not going to put shit on Game Pass if they can avoid giving Microsoft that boon. I mean, this is this has gotten ugly already just before the preceding's. It's not going to stop being ugly, you know, regardless of how that that ruling goes, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it, it's... I, I, I really am... I'm into this whole story now just because when these things happen, we get access to stuff before we're supposed to have access to mm. it which turns into its own little like baby news cycle. It's almost like a it's like a somewhat kind of E3 <laughs> uh -huh, uh -huh. <laughs> from yeah. a weird legal standpoint. Yeah. But I, I don't know, it is also at the same time starting to get really messy. Um because so much of this has happened in the public spotlight mm -hmm. uh overall. In the end as it's seeming I'm really thinking that this is going to end up going through. I was hoping James, that... you're fucking tuned in. Yeah. I told changed... you. I told you, man. Uh, Money talks. When, when the EU sent the letter, I was like, you know what? I think this is going to be enough to really cement the fact that this is going to get stopped. Um, but I, I don't know. Now the fact that they're making all these concessions and I still... I still don't think the ten-year deals that shouldn't make any difference. It the ten-year deals shouldn't make any difference, but for some reason it does. Um, I don't know. The concessions don't matter. The concessions don't matter at all because, like I said, like if you own all the water, you can promise to sell everybody water, but you still get to sell everybody water. It doesn't matter how long you promise. You own all the water. You're done. You won. Yeah. I think that like. Yeah, like the concessions is the biggest problem. And that's one of the things I was saying back when this whole thing started in December and why I was predicting that this would go through is because at at the end of the day, all they have to do is spend money. And Microsoft has unlimited money, okay? They have all the monies, all of them, all the monies. They, they do. So they don't have to worry about that. So the only... The only thing people can really do 
is like put sanctions on them unless they block the deal. Blocking the deal, like actually blocking the deal is like declaring war and it would change fundamentally how business was done in a in a huge money generating section of the world. It would have giant implica- implications on the gaming industry, uh, just industry as a whole, it would be it would be an absolute war if the government decided to say you can't buy this company. While I think yeah. that they one hundred percent should, it was always going to be a thing that they're going to be like, here's what you have to do to have this deal go through. And the minute that happens, they've already won because they can spend any amount of money on this. There's never going to be a point that the government's going to say, well, you have to do this. And they're not going to say, sure, no problem, whatever, man. Don't, it doesn't matter. I have all the money, so it doesn't matter. Like, it, it there's just, I, I don't know what else to say about it. Like, they're not, they can't be stopped. And that's the problem. And the flood, this is the floodgate because the minute they buy Activision, Name a third-party developer that's bigger than Activision Blizzard. That's the thing. Nope. Maybe EA. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, Only because of its sports games, but maybe. Yeah. I would still put Activision Blizzard, just because of Call of Duty at the very least, the biggest third-party developer out there. So when you've already bought the biggest third-party developer, who's going to give a shit when you buy the second biggest? Exactly. Or the third biggest, or the fourth biggest. And at that point, they own all the games. They decide what goes on Sony. They decide what goes in Game Pass. doesn't matter. Like, okay, have your Take-Two games, man. Whatever. We'll eventually buy them from you because you won't have the money to deal with us because we'll keep every other game on, on Microsoft and Nintendo. Like... This is that. This is my biggest problem, and this is why this is bad for gaming. Because the minute Activision sells to Xbox, the minute they sell to Xbox, there is no domino that won't fall. Like this is the chain reaction. Like Microsoft win. They they own everything, and Microsoft can go in the market. I'm sorry, can go on the social medias and go on in all the papers and wherever and say, hey, Sony's always been bigger than you. Okay. Sony has been a higher selling console than you basically the entire time. I won't disagree with that. However, they're not bigger than you because you're Microsoft, okay? Xbox Game Studios is not separate from Microsoft no matter how much Phil Spencer wants you to believe it is. They they are attached to Microsoft and all they have to do is dip into the Microsoft coffers which are endless, okay? So doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter sales. Like Microsoft is going to run the fucking gaming industry the minute this deal goes through, and it sucks for gaming. It's not a good thing. It's a shitty thing, and it's not. It, it doesn't make Sony good. They're not good guys. They're awful too. Nintendo's awful. They're all fucking awful. But it it's shitty for you, the gamer, the game consumer, because it means that they could slowly buy it up, and when they buy it up, they'll decide the prices, they'll decide what's on Game Pass, they'll decide how much Game Pass costs, because it won't matter, they got all the games. They're going to decide everything. They're going to decide how you game, and that's shitty. That's it's, shitty. It's the fast food wars. Oh, it's it's worse than the fast food wars. Fast food wars. I, I mean, it is, but it's worse than the fast food wars, because... 
because with the fast food wars, they couldn't decide where you game. If Microsoft bought buys Activision, like I'm just gonna throw a scenario at you. It's a, it's a severe scenario, but it's a scenario that is very possible if they buy Activision. Let's say buy Activision, then they buy Ubisoft, uh, then they buy EA. Okay, let's say they have all those. Then they decide, hey, we're not gonna put games on PC anymore. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Do you see what I'm saying? Like they mm-hmm. don't just control what where you play they control how you play they control every every second of how you play video games will be controlled by microsoft because they will have all the games that's the biggest problem like they will control it like and and that's not a good thing it's not a good thing for one company to have that much power period Mm -mm. and as far as sony is concerned if they do buy take uh take two i do think that because we didn't talk about that i guess enough uh, I, I also think that sucks because Sony is a gatekeeper, man. They're a gatekeepy company. Yeah. They make things exclusive. They put things on, you know, next generation that doesn't need to be there without making dumbed down versions. They make it hard to play their games. And they want that because they want you to work for it because it's exclusive and premium or whatever. When it's just a line of bullshit. Uh, they they also have a lot of shitty 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 corporate ways of treating their people, <clears throat> like their whole like tier system for like mm. the the PlayStation online stuff and and that stuff. They have a lot of shitty ways to treat people, so it would suck if an entire company such as Take Two was under the umbrella of Sony because they're they're gatekeepy and exclusive and shitty, and I don't like them. So if anybody out there doesn't want to kill themselves at this point, like, congratulations. <laughs> well, I guess we can make it on then to the odds and ends. Yeah, unless you have something to add. New, relatively new stuff to say. <laughs> I don't know. I felt like me just bitching some more. I don't know. I guess that's what the show is. But uh, all right, kind so of. so we got nothing else to add to this. We can move to odds. No, I don't think so. All right, everybody. So uh, if you listen to all this, I'm sorry. And if uh, you didn't listen to all this, you can't hear this, but good job. All right. <laughs> we'll be right back with odds and ends. Horrible Gaming Podcast. All right. So that brings us to our final segment, odds and ends. That's where we collect smaller news stories that don't necessarily deserve a full talking point, but some stuff we want to make you aware of, stuff we want to talk about. Uh, so yeah, uh, so let's get into it. Neil has seven. I have three. So uh, yeah, hit us with your first one there, bud. All right. Well, uh, adding some more trouble to a game that's just an idea, apparently at this point. Huh. Uh, the uh, director of Beyond Good and Evil Two, Guillaume Carmona, is gone from Ubisoft. Uh, so that's cool. That was on my list. How did that get deleted? Oh. That's weird. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm glad it was off there then. Uh, yeah, I saw this. I actually put it on my list. I don't know how it got marked off. It must have been an accident somehow. But, um, yeah. So, what's funny to me is, like, the idea. Like, the minute I read that story, do you know what the first thing I thought was? What? That had a game director? 
Yeah. Like, I didn't even believe there was, like, people working on this in any way, shape, or form. But the idea that they've lost a game director and the game is still, like, just a freaking yeah. idea. And also, what were these people doing? Like, what what's this team doing then? Like, if it had a game director, that means that there was a team under it, right? Like, there had to be some sort of team. Theoretically, there'd have to be a team. I want to know what they're doing and what they've been doing for the last 10 years. What are you guys doing, man? What's happening? Like, I mean, I want to hear your side of the story, but but explain it to me. If there's an actual team working on this game, what is happening? <laughs> yeah, hasn't it just been only two cinematic things and that's, that's it? it? Two cinematic things, and from what I heard... Most of the assets that were created for it were created by, like, fans, weren't they? Or something yeah. like that? That was a whole big thing whenever they made right. that announcement. And then there was some talk of, like, profit sharing depending on what was community, right. uh, you know, put out there. And if slash what it got used for. So, uh, it's a whole nebulous, dumb idea. So what? has this team been doing then we've had two trailers knocking on doors like, trying seriously. to get people some random people like hey kid you want to you want to <laughs> get your foot in the door at a game company Make i got i've got to be honest um very rarely am i like oh this guy lost his job i don't understand but in this case i'm like yeah i, I kind of get it uh <laughs> what <laughs> you were actually working on that game from what I understand, it's, a thing. it's two cinematic trailers made by fans and storyboards. Yeah, I, I think you should probably be fired. <laughs> uh, okay, go with another one. You still got six to go. All right. Uh, so let me pull my thing back up here. Um, yeah, the Mario Brothers movie. Uh, it's actually getting its release date bumped up. Oh, nice. Uh yeah, it's being not by much, just two days, uh, but it's getting bumped up from April 7th to April 5th. I wonder what it was debuting against that they didn't want to combat. I don't know. Yeah, like, uh, I bet you if you look for April 7th, like, it's going to be some some big, heavy fucking action thing that they didn't want to deal with. I mean, they could be worried about some residual from John Wick, maybe? Maybe? I don't know. Um, I, don't, I don't know how much the Mario Brothers and John Wick fan base crossover. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm, I'm still kind of excited for that movie. I know it's gotten a lot of shit uh, in the media for, for how yeah. it is. And I'm not... I, I, I'm sorry. Charlie Day is literally the physical the physical embodiment of what I imagine Luigi is. So, like, <laughs> for him to voice Luigi, I'm okay with that. And then uh, Jack Black as Bowser, his Bowser, I'm I'm just I will pay for that just for that because he really you could tell he really put work in, you know. Well, you know, since you brought that up, I'm sure. actually just going to go on to another time, one that I because it's time. related. Oh, okay. So Jack Black actually went on the uh, Kelly Clarkson show okay. uh, to promote the Mario movie. And uh, while he was on it, he dressed up like uh, in, a, in a Bowser costume <laughs> <laughs> and stomped around on the stage. Nice. However, 
the costume was apparently a tad too tight, and they had to blur his crotch <laughs> because very clearly presented was his dick and balls. Oh, man, that's a tenacious D for you right there. It's a tenacious D for you. I love Jack Black. I love Jack Black. Jack Black fan for life right here. That's hilarious. That's hilarious. I'm even more for it now, though. <laughs> yeah, even more I, for it. I honestly, going back to what we were saying. Yeah. Uh, I, Are you excited I for the movie? Very, Out of curiosity? I was nervous about it. Uh, strictly just because of the Chris Pratt as Mario thing. But as time has gone on, I, I don't know. I'm curious about it. I want to see how it's going to turn out, especially given Nintendo's not really been one to let their IP go off into mm-hmm. the wild after the last time they tried a Mario <laughs> movie. Uh, so I think that they are pretty confident in it. And if Nintendo is confident in the movie, I think that speaks enough for me. I, I, I definitely think it's going to be interesting. I think that it'll be a decent movie, whether people yeah. like it or not. It's just kind of like, it's just how much it strays away from the source material, you know? I think that also, um, also, I, I will say I think it's a bad idea to do a full direct for it, which I did hear that Nintendo's doing a full direct for Mario coming up for just the movie. Uh, yeah, uh, that's not what I, you do a Nintendo Direct for, guys. <laughs> yeah, I would. Uh, I would assume if they're gonna do it, they're gonna do it in five days. Well, five days from today for Mario Day. Yeah. Uh, I don't know anything official. I I heard. I think it was on the ninth. They're gonna show another trailer, but outside of that, that's all. I, I, think, I, really a, know. I think it's a bad idea, honestly, because you've already shown two trailers. Uh, you're going to show a third, everybody does, but like, what is that Nintendo Direct going to be then? You can't really show more content from Mario, so you're going to give us, what, behind-the-scenes footage? Like, that's DVD shit. Like, I'm not going to tune yeah. into a live stream for that. So I don't I don't understand exactly what that Direct is or why we should be excited yeah, it's about on it. on the 9th. Yeah, it's very strange. Oh. Um all right, should I do one? Or now that you're down to five? It says, it even straight up says no game information. No game included. information. It's just, it's just the movie. Yeah. Achibus. Uh, All right. Um, I saw that one. I saw that one a while ago. It's just weird. It's like, do you see what I'm saying? Like, would you watch a stream for that? I wouldn't watch a stream for that. I wouldn't uh, take time out of my day for that. No. Yeah. I, I, I won't watch the stream. I'll go in and watch the trailer. But, uh, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead and do one. All right. Uh, so this one is an interesting one. Um, uh, so do you remember during the Game Awards, we saw one of the trailers was this thing called Atlas Fallen. It was uh, kind of, it looked like it had elements from Monster Hunter, also kind of like Destiny-ish. Uh, where you were like a knight in the desert and you could like skate on the sand and create yes. things out of sand to fight yes. giant monsters. I remember this, yeah. That game's coming out May 16th. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> we haven't seen anything other than that trailer. No gameplay, no nothing. But supposedly Atlas Fallen is releasing on May 16th. It has a firm May 16th release date. That's kind this of sounds, insane, right? This, this sounds 
like a good thing and could not backfire at all. Well, and my thing is no one was expecting that soon because it was just a launch. Uh, I'm sorry, just an announced trailer. It wasn't even like gameplay footage, you know? Yeah. And so I, what are yeah, we doing that, here, guys? That's that's the thing. Like, it's the same sort of idea that we've had, you know, with Starfield, you know, mm -hmm. In the run-up for years, it wasn't until last year that we first saw gameplay, and it was very light gameplay, and that was it. We haven't seen anything since, and theoretically, that game's supposed to come out in the, quote, back half of, well, they still say first half. Mm -hmm. That's a lie at this point. Yeah. The back half of this year, um, uh, unless they... I guess have a full Starfield direct coming, but like the point of it <laughs> is, oh, they do. They've said they have. Yeah, they said one they're going to do it eventually, but they uh, haven't put a some date. Yeah. Someday, one day, yeah. yeah. Someday, one day, the game's going to fucking come out too. <laughs> you know, with, I don't know with how they've treated it. I, I yeah. Um. So I and this is the same sort of thing. Like you see the trailer. Oh, okay, cool. Well, um, what uh, what's the game? Right. No. Oh, it's just going to come? Uh, okay. Cool. Yeah, that is that is how advertising works. Uh, you buy a product without knowing what it is. Well, and that's very much how gaming is. I think that... Uh, well, no. I think, I think that, like, I'm all for, like, a, you know, six-month release, you know, or whatever. Uh, if you show me gameplay right off the bat. Right. Like, I want to see gameplay. Like, I mean, I say this all the time. But like from these trailers, I want to see gameplay. That's what I want to see. If you don't show me gameplay, I don't. I don't care. And they haven't shown me gameplay yet. They've got a date for a game. They've got a date for a trailer. Like, uh, so I don't know. I don't know. I will say. I will say. If it does have elements from Monster Hunter, which the developers have said, or if it's uh, leans into the monster hunting uh, genre. I think that is a genre that needs a lot of games. I, th I think that's a genre that's relatively untapped. It's been dominated mm -hmm. by Capcom's Monster Hunter. You do have Wild Hearts now, which I think is making a good opening foyer. Uh, I'm sorry, foray. Uh, aside from the fact that... Not a foyer. <laughs> it's making a good opening place to hang the coats. Uh, exactly. I think it's making a good opening foray, despite its uh, performance issues on PC. But we, we could have so many more Monster Hunter games in that genre uh, other than that, and I would love to see kind of, uh, kind of that genre widen a little bit um, and get some competition out there, I guess. Yeah. Um, so... A uh, real quick one here. Uh, yeah. According to uh, surveyed PS5 owners via official Sony channels, God of War Ragnarok is the most popular PS5 game out there. Oh, okay. Overall. It's um, the only PS5 game out there right now. It's the Well, it's, I mean, it's, it's not a PS5 game. It's a PS4 game that got scaled up. Uh, oh, but... man, I have rubbed off on you. I have rubbed off on you. Because it was, it was a PS5 game originally. They scaled it down to PS4. Well, yeah, what I... But we both know thing. it was a PS4 game that they were well, like, it's going to be PS5. And then they were like, no, it's going to be on PS4 too. That's that's the thing is they, they came out and said a while ago, I think I did it, did it in odds uh, a couple months ago, that they basically straight up admitted that a lot of these games 
are developed for the PS4 and mm-hmm. scaled up for the 5 and yep. not developed for the 5 and scaled down. Yep. Um so yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. Love God of War. Absolute fantastic. It's one of the best games I've played recently. Uh I cannot wait for them to do the next one. Uh but at the same time, we're doing this stupid shit. That the, the the stupid shit of well it's uh, yeah it's on PS5 we're gonna charge you an extra ten bucks uh, it doesn't yeah. do anything other than gives you performance options yep but yep I'm telling you Neil you should just quit the podcast man I'm rubbing off on you in negative ways real negative ways you get like two years from now you're gonna be a smoker <laughs> <laughs> I gotta do the fucking podcast. <laughs> I've got extras. Uh, all right, so how many you got left now? Four, three, four? Uh, Jesus, i got to go through and count them all again. Because I only got two. Uh, I don't want to, like... Because I'll go, but... One, two, three, four more. Four more. All right, why don't you go with another one, then? All right. Uh, so, uh, Luminous, the people who uh, did Forspoken. Oh, man. They bombed... You stole mine. So- I only had two, you shithead. I'm sorry. They bombed that game so hard. They're being folded back in as a support studio in Square. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, they did. That game was not good. I am so sad. I am so What's crazy to me is, you know, I've watched a lot of videos on it now. Um it's because that's what I do. I watch gaming videos that make me depressed in life. I'm like the Mark Marin of gaming. Uh, and and what blows my mind is the game itself. Like, aside from bugs or aside from it not being fun combat-wise, which it wasn't. Uh, <laughs> like, the characters were shitty. Like, the story was shitty. Like, the fundamental, like, base things were crappy. Like, it... Like, from what I've heard from everybody, like, they're like, this isn't fun to play on any level. Like, you wouldn't no. you wouldn't go through the combat to get to the story. The combat isn't good enough to justify the shitty story. It's just crap. Um, and that, it's like crap with a good traversal mechanic. What, what, what I've really, heard. really sucks is there are sometimes games come along. Like, there's sometimes when a game is bad, like, oh, yeah, it was always going to be bad from, like, inception on. This, if they did it right, could have been great. I think every game is like that. Well, I mean, every I game, do is, wanna say, every game is... I do want to say, everybody... I don't get to say this often, but I told everybody so on this. Like, day one this trailer came out, I said, these graphics look too good, this game is going to be shit. I said this. I fucking said this. And it turned out to be shit. I just want to say that once. Just once and we can move on. (laughs) I said this game was going to be shit from day one. And everybody was excited. Everybody and their fucking brother was excited because of how good the game looked. And I was like, yeah, but the graphics don't matter if the game sucks ass. And this game sucked ass, man. And I said yeah. it was going to suck ass. Yeah. I told you so, world. Jesus. 
it's it sucks because like you said i mean all games are like that obviously if they're do if they're done well they're gonna be good yeah yeah it's sometimes you have to look a little harder than others i feel like this yeah. one was one of those the way you didn't have to search for it. it it was a it was a trope for sure the fish out of water stranger magically transported to a land situation uh but I don't know. I, I feel like they could have done something with this because that's usually reserved for movies, not necessarily games. Uh, but they they wrecked it. When I played uh -huh. that demo, I, I you talked cannot, about it. Yeah. cannot describe how it felt when I played that demo because I was so excited. So excited. And the fact that I shut it off within five minutes, it was just like how I felt with Days Gone. Mm. Exactly mm. how I felt like Days Gone. Yeah. Like, there's no purpose for me to waste my time even doing this yeah. at all. And there's some poor people out there who spent $70 on that game. Yep. Yepers. Yepers. Uh, I'm just going to do my last one since you stole one and I don't, wanna, I don't want you to steal <laughs> my sorry. other one. Yeah, it's all right. It's all right. Is it Yuji Naka? No, it's not Yuji. Yuji Naka's? Yuji Naka's in the news again, yeah. Oh, god ahead, damn, dude. Is he like the godfather? Like, what is he? No, no go ahead. Do yours, do yours. Uh, we get to it. <laughs> I.O. They are the creators of Hitman, the Hitman series, and they have an upcoming James Bond game, which I have high hopes for. Um, they are apparently, they, there was rumors that they were working on another uh, IP, uh, it is a live as service IP, but that being said, it's IO and IO has made some really good games in the past. And I, I, I have some faith in them as a company and I don't even like the Hitman games. I just think they've made quality games from them. They are making a fantasy like sword and sorcery kind of live service, uh, RPG game, which I think is really, really interesting like, for that to be coming out of I.O., you know? Um, and and what, what gives me more high hope for this, too, is I.O. is independent again. Like, like when, whenever they were doing bullshit with the Hitman series, they were owned by another company. I can't remember which. But uh, they were owned by another company. They're an independent studio. They, they got their Hitman rights back. They're independent again. Uh, so the idea that they could be making something, I, I, I have a, I have high hopes for it, honestly, because I feel like they're gonna, they're the kind of company that's gonna make a game to make a game, not just reskin Destiny. You know what I mean? Right. So yeah, uh, I was making a sword and sorcery fantasy game that will have like a lives as service kind of feel to it, uh, which is really interesting to me. Really cool, I think. Hmm. For a second, I thought you were going to say a uh, live service John Wick game. Oh, oh man, my mind would explode. Like, my mind would explode on that. I would be so excited for that. Because That'd be it, amazing. Because they'd be independent, too. You know what I mean? So that could be really something special. Like, you know, if IO got that, they'd, they'd make a John Wick game first with live. You know what I mean? Like, mm. Mm, mm, that'd be sweet. That'd be sweet. Uh, well, as promised, Yuji Naka, <laughs> back in the news again. Uh, this, I don't think this is necessarily as crazy as you may think it is. But, okay. uh, yeah, uh, he's pled guilty to all the insider trading. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yes. Shannon was like, yeah, I did. Yes, I did. You it. got me. Yes. You got me. You got me. I tried to go fast. He tried. Didn't go fast enough. But I did enough. not go fast enough. I wish he had said that. I wish he had said that. <laughs> Uh, so moving on from there, apparently, uh, it's still in the early stages, uh, but I guess there is a, uh, gonna be a Dead by Daylight movie. Yes, I heard about this. Yeah. I heard about this. I will not watch it, nor will I be anywhere near it. I don't like horror movies, and honestly, I don't play Dead by Daylight for the gore. I, I do play it to murder other people, though. It, it is very therapeutic, <laughs> I've come to realize. But, but yeah, this is cool. I mean, if anything kind of demands a movie, it's kind of that, you know? Yeah, especially because it's like, it was inspired by, mm-hmm. like, those slasher movies and, uh, you know, stuff like Friday the 13th and stuff like that. Um, but... Yeah, apparently it's getting its own movie. I don't know if it's going to be like a hodgepodge of things. Like, uh, I am I am nervous that they'll try to do too much with it because, I mean, obviously they're not going to use any of the licensed killers or licensed right. uh, survivors that are in the game, but I feel like they're going to try and stick every one of the fucking... Like, of the fucking original characters that they have in there, and that would be too many. I think what they should do is they should just look at their analytics. They should pick their eight best, like, most popular survivors and their two best killers and basically make the movie exactly the game. They should be like, they get pulled in by this entity that they don't understand. They have to play this game against these killers, and they have to... Like, there shouldn't be any character development... There shouldn't be any, like, like other than them talking to each other, it should just be, like, a straight two-hour whore diehard speed sort of thing where it's just, like, boom, they're in the situation, go, and then they've got to figure it out. You know what I mean? I think that would be really cool if they, I mean, you could really get the crowds to, to roar if they, uh, they write in the perks and abilities right, too, uh, like, from the trapper or the nurse. Like, I think that would be fucking amazing. So, like... That's what they need to do with it. I think they're going to do too much with it um, f- for what I think, but I think that's what they need to do. Just the eight most popular survivors, two most popular killers, and literally just write it like a two-hour game of Dead by Daylight. Yeah. And then just that's it. Just put dialogue in there, and that's it. Uh, so my last one's bizarre, okay. uh, especially given the fact that this is going to be the second week in a row that this game has been brought up out okay. of complete obscurity for the past few years. Please not another Babylon Fall story. I can't do Resident that. Evil 5. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. It gets weirder. Is getting uh, its first update in 16 years. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. Apparently, does it make the it, game good? I, I don't think so. <laughs> um, uh, apparently, the update is going to remove Windows Live support uh, and add uh, local split screen on uh, PC. Oh, okay, cool. I guess. Yeah, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Sixteen, sixteen-year-old game. Don't know why. Uh, it's weird, beyond right? Beyond me. Like, who's it's working really on weird. that? Who gets tapped to work uh, on really that? It's really weird. 
The only reason I may possibly be maybe considering the thought of them doing this is if they are going to do that as their next remake. Mm, that's not a bad idea. If they're like, hey, we just need fresh to get some buzz. Yeah, just need fresh to get some update. Buzz. Or it could be piggybacking off of the fact that Resident Evil 4 remake is going to be. That's true. I kind of um, like your first idea better because you could. I could really easily see them being like, "Hey, we want to drum up support for Resident Evil Five Remake. How do we do that? What are the two most requested features to be added to the game? Look that up. Oh, local split screen on PC. Just do an update with that so that it gets into the news cycle. It gets into everybody's minds, mm -hmm. and then because you know, once they post that, all the comments are, you know, they should remake this, and then. They generate that hype from there, and then they go, "Oh, we're remaking it just like you guys wanted." So I, I think yep. that that's 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 an interesting theory. I like that theory. Uh, I actually have one uh, PS postscript. Oh, yeah. I was going to talk to you about this between, but I figure since it's gaming related, we should just talk about it here. Did you try the trash fire that is Street Fighter Duel? Oh yeah. Good. Oh, I'm God. so glad you that up holy shit what uh, was that so, it's so, it's like it's like the worst shovelware oh like, yeah like crap uh, yeah how do so, you even I'm, call I'm it like, an rpg i'm thinking it's like a, a, a deck builder or something yeah like oh, oh you, yeah. you literally just have the screen oh okay <laughs> oh i have guys oh, out what there are, I, rewards? you get a what team of this? four <laughs> you get a team of four right uh, and you don't even get all Street Fighters. There's all these, like, weird trash characters. Just dudes. Just, just like, dudes. punk dudes that can join your team, which is like, I don't want Chet from down the street. Like, I don't understand why he's on my team anymore. But you get, like, a team of four, and then that team, like, you go into a battle, and they just start fighting the other people. And health is going down, and you can't do anything other than wait for a little bar to charge. And then you tap the screen, and they do an EX move. And then the only strategy to it is as you get characters, you can unlock characters that attack, like, second or third in the combo so it doesn't deplete your bar. So you can, like, hit it, then hit another special move, then hit another special move. That's it! That is the depth of this game. Everything else is little fucking shit that's thrown at you like every other shovelware mm. license thing to up upgrade the characters or whatever oh, yeah, what it's fucking trash it, it's fire. already gone it, it's already gone from the phone i oh same here i played it for 15 it, minutes just it, to get that's, through the tutorial that's exactly is exactly like, no, what no happened that's exactly what happened i i'm sitting here like i'm thinking like oh the, this is just the tutorial like okay fine whatever and then you go on to the next mission. I'm like, oh, okay, so this is just, like, practice run to see what I've learned. Okay. And then, like, the next one, it's, like, it's the same thing. What the fuck? I'm like, okay. And I shut it off, and I'm getting notification. You've maximized your idle rewards. <laughs> Jump back in. And I'm like, no. No. No, I don't no. think I will. No, thank I don't you. Think I will. No, thank you, sir. I don't, I don't understand how that made it onto a show. Like an actual show. Like I don't understand how that uh, was an actual trailer. Because you remember that was on one of them. I can't remember which one, but that was uh, on one of the shows that we were like going through. Like either it was the Game Awards or something like that. That we were like going trailer for trailer, and then we talked about it. And then it was like I don't know how that fucking made it on a show. How did they 
make yeah. another show. That's not a game. That's not a fucking game. No. Oh, God. That was nuts. I mean, and I had high hopes with how good Marvel Snap was. You know, and it still is. I still play the shit out of that game. It's a great game. Great game. I did try Snap, by the way. I don't, I don't know if I mentioned that to you. I'm sure you hated it because you hate everything I love. That's just how I, you work in the world. I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there it is. I, Told you guys. I think, it was, I think it was a little too simple for me. Neil doesn't like it's not simple. You have not played it no, enough. I know there's a deeper strategy, but it's like put your stuff at the places, best two out of three, you get like four turns, call it a day. Yeah. I don't know. I, 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 I thought I wanted – I was expecting more. I don't know. I get where you're coming from on that complaint. Like it's, it's not like – Yu-Gi-Oh or Eternals or like yeah. Magic the Gathering and that's kind of what I think a lot of people were hoping for but once you get past that there is a depth to it and a speed to it that I really enjoy I do like that I can if I come up with a deck concept I can make it try it and see if it works within 15 minutes you know yeah like that's something that's nice to me it definitely does have strategy by, yeah. like, you know, playing certain cards at oh, certain yeah. locations based off of who is or isn't there. Like, oh, yeah. That, I get that. Like, that's definitely a level of strategy. I don't know. The fact that the games only last, like, five minutes. They're very fast. They're it's very it's fast. cool for the fact that it's a mobile game. But yeah. I don't know. I, I yeah. wanted I wanted to last at least like maybe. Two I know months. I would love a. I mean, I'd love the characters to even be able to attack each other. Like I mean, unless you have a special power, you can't. I I like the I. I'm with you on the fact that like when I saw this, I thought it was gonna be like a Magic the Gathering or like something that w had depth to it. But at the same time, there is something really nice that I can like, if I have five minutes that I don't want to be bored in, I can play a game of this, and I'm just oh, yeah. done and move on, and I like that part of it. Um, but, yeah, yeah, Mar Street Fighter Duel is a fucking oh, nightmare. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you could at least bad. agree that Marvel Snap's way oh, yeah. better than this. Oh, like, 10,000%. 10,000%, yeah. Good God. It's, um, that, it's never been so disappointed. Never. never been yeah, so that was... I was pretty... Pre I was like... I was probably thinking it was going to be a little too shovelware for me, but it'd probably be okay. That was, like, beyond the pale of crap right there. Um, all right. So let's be done. Let's go to uh, the uh, promotions, and then let's get out of here. Let's go say? to the promotions, and let's go to the sleep. Yes, yes, go to the sleep. Always trying to get to the sleep. Always love the sleep. Gaming Podcast. All right, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, that brings us to the end of the show. The shameless self-promotion that comes with it. Uh, Neil, you got anything special you want to plug? Not in particular. Uh, we did do You Suck at Parking. It was very fun. Uh, very it, was, it was very fun, very funny. Um, I get mad while they yell at me because uh, I suck, I guess. Tried and true. Um, tried and true. Tried, com tried and comedy true. Comedy trio. I cannot wait for Redfall. I cannot yeah. wait for us to do that show. Just so yeah. that everybody knows, I'm going to plug this ahead of time. Redfall's not coming out till May 2nd, hopefully, fingers crossed. When it comes yeah. when it comes out, Kayla has agreed to it. Me, Neil, and Kayla are going to do a playthrough of it together as a Let's Play series. I am so fucking excited for that. <laughs> no idea. 
No idea. Yeah, that that game has been one that definitely uh, definitely crept up on me. I wasn't expecting to be excited for that game. Same here. Uh, Same from here. when they announced it at first, I'm like, okay, Left for Dead, but vampires. But it's yeah. not. It's, yeah. it's more than that. And I liked how they handled that when they were like, we understand why people thought it was Left for Dead from our first trailers. It's not yeah. that. Here's what it actually is. I yeah, I re- I really liked. That one crept up too. When I first saw that, I was like, I don't really like vampires. I do like Left 4 Dead, but I I only get to play it so often because you know if the people I play with don't want to play it, I don't play it. Um, so I wasn't super like I was like whatever. And then like as they showed more, I was like, oh, this is a me game. Okay, now I'm in. So like I'm very excited to play this with uh, the two of you. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Um. All right, so for me and plugs, I would like to plug Revisit Episode 2. Just did it with uh, PhilBilly330, other member of the Triforce. Um, uh, We had this episode of On the Hunt, which was a series we did a few years ago, where we played Monster Hunter and did kind of a co-opetition. We had this episode called Seven Seconds, which is the craziest thing that's ever happened to us in games. So... While it's not the most popular episode of On the Hunt, we decided to do that one for our revisit. Um, and yeah, that's up right now. That went up on Saturday. Uh, Prelude's still chugging along. You guys can check that out. I got a lot of streams. Uh, you can check all of those out. Um, yeah, that's really it. There's not really anything else to hype at this moment. I'd love you to check out the narrations and the TTRPG stuff that's coming as well, since we are doing a little bit more of that on the channel. Other than that, you guys can contact us on Facebook. At Old Man Gaming DH, you can contest us on Twitter at Old Man Gaming Nine. You can, Jesus Christ, I've just forgotten how to talk. You can contact us on Discord. The link is in the description. Can I say contact at at all? I've said it can like you? Th- th- like contact, contact us, contact us. You can get in touch with us on Discord via the link below. And as long as you keep watching, listen, we'll keep main, and we'll see you guys next week. Getting a little ahead of, ahead of myself here because I feel like every year we do like uh, after six months in the year we do a uh, how's this year so far in games. <laughs> Not great. I mean, this year? No, been... this year is fucking amazing. Why do you say that, dude? This year is amazing. How do you possibly consider it amazing so far? I I mean at least from from my you got personal. Metroid? Congrats, dude. Not just that. The world's fucking burning. (laughs) Uh, No, there's been, I mean, I'm considering since November, so it kind of doesn't necessarily count a whole lot like that. But God of War, Sonic Frontiers. uh, You don't even like Sonic Frontiers. No, I actually, I I gave it a six and a half. It's okay. I just have gripes. An IGN one. The uh, the <laughs> IGN one. <laughs> Have you done the fishing yet? At least in Sonic. Uh, I only no. I only came across the one oasis. I, I don't know. I and it was on the very first island. One oasis. Yeah, the one the one single little uh, area because you have to. It's like one of the. It looks like it's one of the right. 
right. zones. They're hard to find. They're hard to find. I've only found They're marked one as of like them. purple. Have you done it though? Did you do the fishing? I did it? You did it once. Oh, you got to do it more because when you, you start pulling like springs time. and robots out of there, it's amazing. And they're somehow worth more than actual fish. Yeah, it's amazing. I pulled um, a blue whale out of there before. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, we've had that. Uh, we just picked up uh, Hogwarts Legacy. Oh, is it um, good? Yeah, I actually was starting my playthrough of it because we, we haven't been able to find it anywhere. Right. Uh, I finally tracked down a copy of it. Kayla Just played it, it a little bit. No. <laughs> You're already buying it digitally. The only difference is you now have junk in I, your house. I That's need, it. That's the only I need, difference. I need the junk. I need the junk. The, uh, like, my OCD is on fire right now. On fire. <laughs> Look at my wall. My wall is junk. That's true. <laughs> That's true. I can't disagree with that. I can't disagree with that. Um, look, I'm not going to say the games have been bad. I've particularly enjoyed Wild Hearts. was really good. Uh, yeah. There's been a couple of demos that are really promising for later in the year. I, I am excited about some games that have come out. Uh, I, I don't disagree with that. My problem is the overall gaming as a whole thing. Bombs. The back end yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah, the back end stuff's shitty. Yeah. That's that's the I, stuff that I'm talking about. And I that's dare the stuff that... say, I'm on the verge of considering it that that elusive 2016 feel <laughs> of the <laughs> year. Too I'm, early. I'm on the track early. so far. Too early. 